Hello, this is Katrina from Whip Beyond Measure. Elle and I had so much to say about these closing chapters of Pride and Prejudice that we decided to split episode 10 up into two more manageable chunks. So without further ado, here is Whip Beyond Measure, episode 10, part 1. My name's Katrina Mayer. I'm Elle Kammerer. And today we are discussing chapters 56 through the end. It's yeah. the end. Of Pride and Prejudice. Of Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. Because it's not the last we're going to talk about it. Oh, Trust no. me. We are going to drag me. this out. We have so much more to talk about with Pride and Prejudice so that we'll we'll talk about and actually next week's episode which will also be about pride and prejudice so don't worry it's not going away we still have more darcy we still have more lizzie we still have more crazy mrs bennett don't worry it's all good it's all good so you have our super duper quick recap this week i do have our super duper quick recap so the really super duper quick summary of chapters 56 through the end of pride and prejudice start like this Jane and Bingley are getting married! Yay! Everybody is just super happy and thrilled. Even Mr. Bennett is happy, which should say something. Whoa. But suddenly, a strange carriage that was way too fancy for anyone that they knew, or at least anyone that they were expecting to see, shows up at Longbourn. Turns out, it's Lady Catherine. Mrs. Bennet is super fucking confused. Lizzie might as well have just let out an audible, ugh. And Jane and Bingley, quote, walk away into the shrubbery, unquote. Anyway, Lady Catherine is here to speak to Lizzie about this rumor that she heard going around that Lizzie is either engaged or about to be engaged to her nephew, Mr. Darcy. Now, Let me just say that the exchange between these two women is probably by far the best exchange between two characters I have ever read in my entire life. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's so good. So good, in fact, that I just can't summarize it right here. So I'm going to move on. (laughs) The next thing that happens is Mr. Collins sends another letter and Mr. Bennett decides that he's going to read it, which... If it had been me, I would have thrown it in the fire. So, but Mr. Bennett reads the letter and then he starts to make fun of Lizzie, even though he doesn't really realize it yet. And, you know, that's not really his fault. And then suddenly Mr. Darcy shows back up at Longboard and yay! Even though it is kind of funny because Mrs. Bennett is like, Ugh, why is he here? Can't he just leave Bingley alone so he can stay and be happy with Jane? And Lizzie's kind of like, eek! <laughs> <laughs> Well, 
Jane and Bingley and Darcy and Lizzie managed to go on a walk together and Bingley and Jane being the lovebirds that they are probably go off into some more shrubbery and uh, leave uh, Lizzie and Darcy to themselves and they have a chat and they say some things. Uh, then Lizzie has an important conversation with her dad and then she has an important conversation with her mom and somehow manages to make Mrs. Bennett speechless, which is a feat in of itself. And then we have the epilogue, sort of, where Jane and Bingley and Darcy and Lizzie live happily ever after. Uh, Kitty earns some manners and improves herself. Mary is happy at home with her parents. And most importantly, Lydia and Wickham are still only making ends meet and living off of the graces of Lizzie's kind heart. <laughs> the end. I think I missed a, a couple of little things, but don't worry, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. So... Katrina. Yes. Where would you like to start? Uh, well, let's start with Lady Catherine because she's right here and why not? Okay. Um, while you do that, I'm going to go hang out in some shrubbery. Okay. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> like literally that is what it says. And I just, I have to point that out because it's so fucking hilarious. <laughs> so here's my thought. Bingley and the Bennett women are sitting in the parlor one morning. And then this carriage comes up, and it is a fine carriage. Tons of horses. They're, the servants are in this fancy livery, and they're like, geez, who could this be? And this is the point where Bingley's like, come on, Jane, let's get out of here. And I'm like, does Bingley recognize this carriage? I know it says that it wasn't familiar to them, but... Does Bingley seem to know more than he's letting on? Is he looking out that window squinting like, this is weird, this is weird. And as it gets closer, he might see some kind of insignia or some colors or something that looks familiar because he's super close with Darcy. And it's like, oh no, shit's about to get real. Come on, Jane. We're not a part of this. (laughs) I, I thought the same thing too. Like, does he recognize it? If he doesn't recognize that it's Lady Catherine, he definitely recognizes the, like, hierarchy of the Mm -hmm. person in the carriage. And I think even just that would kind of lead him to be more like, oh, shit, we're getting the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to be good. this is a perfect opportunity for me to spend time alone with Jane and not her crazy mother. So I'm going to go do that, too. (laughs) Yep. Yay. Somebody else to distract Mrs. Bennet. That isn't yes. me, a wealthy fiance. <laughs> yeah, because like, like it's very clear that Mrs. Bennett is obsessed with Bingley as mm-hmm. well. Because like I said before, when Darcy comes back, she pretty much says straight flat to Lizzie, like, why is he here? Why can't he just leave his friend be like alone and happy? Like, why does he have to keep coming to Longbourn? Can't he just like, I don't know, hang out until the wedding and go do something else or something like that? <laughs> And it's like, because he's not here for Bingley. (laughs) He's here for Lizzie. He is. But before that, Lady Catherine is here for Lizzie. Oh, gosh. And it is so amazing. Mm -hmm. Lady Catherine is just everything you want in a condescending dowager. She comes in to this room. Like, you should know who I am. She doesn't introduce herself to anybody. It's just like, Mm -mm. you all should know who I am. And if you don't, it doesn't really matter because I don't give a fuck who you are. 
sits herself down. She's like, this room sucks, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then she is trying to get Lizzie alone. So she's like, well, your park is small, but there was something kind of pretty outside, a pretty bit of wilderness. Lizzie, come and take a turn with me in this wilderness. I want to explore it. And Well, hang on. You missed a part. Oh, what did I miss? You, she not only comes in and is like, oh my gosh, this room is ugly. And she, while leaving, checks the other rooms on the main oh, floor. Oh, I was getting like, there. These are also ugly. But hang on. I was getting there. She turns to Lizzie and she's like, I hope you're well, Miss Bennett. That lady, I suppose, is your mother. In front of Mrs. Bennett. <laughs> oh, I didn't think that Just part like, was important, but okay. That lady. <laughs> that lady right there. Oh, come on. Like, you're talking about a condescending dowager <laughs> pointing at the, the the mistress of the house and going, that lady. Yeah. <laughs> How more condescending could you be? That lady must be your mother. It's like, she's standing right here. <laughs> yeah, but Mrs. Bennett is not faced by this. She, you know, oh, and when not, it gets to Mrs. the part Bennett, where she's still. like, Oh, and I suppose that's one of your sisters. Mrs. Bennett jumps right in. She's like, yes, let me tell you about all my daughters and how great of a mother I am. I got one married. I got another one almost married. Like, things are great. Check out my parlor. We don't hang out here in the evenings. Don't worry. (laughs) I just like the, oh, I suppose that lady. Like, I just hear the intonation, that lady, I suppose, is your mother. Right. (laughs) Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Go on. Right. So I like that you brought up about the other two rooms, but she pronounced mm-hmm. them as decent. But of course, she hates <laughs> them. But she says they're yeah. decent. And at that mm-hmm. point, I wrote, I die. Can I be her when I grow up? Like, <laughs> I just want to go no. over to some young people's house and be like, this room is decent, I suppose. Anyway, <laughs> so they're going on this walk and prior to going out there lizzie's like why is lady catherine here oh maybe maybe charlotte has a letter for me what no letter this is getting suspicious and weird so they go Mm -hmm. outside and they get to the little area where lady catherine wanted to go they describe it as like a cops uh mrs bennett calls it a hermitage or wilderness i didn't google any of these words prior to this but i'm just envisioning where they're at in the 2005 version of pride and prejudice you know that kind of little tumble down area and it's like kind of fall looking you know what i'm where the where the 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 lone tree is yes that lone tree that pretty bit of wilderness that dead tree (laughs) it's not dead okay well it's fall it's that sleeping tree right you know it's funny that you say that because that's the picture i'm using for the uh cover art for this week by the way well amazing (laughs) i'm so glad the dead tree in the fog (laughs) (laughs) but anyway that's they're out there they're in this kind of area Mm-hmm. And Lady Catherine wastes no time. She's basically like, so you know why I'm here. And Lizzie's like, no, I don't know why you're here. Like, legit, I don't know why you're here. And Lady Catherine is like, okay, fine. You're going to play it like that? Fine. Let me tell you, you are reportedly rumored to be engaged to my favorite nephew, Mr. Darcy. 
And I'm here to tell you that that is not going to happen over my dead body. And Lizzie's like, okay. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) 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 But I mean, but kind of she is a little bit. But also... Is this going to be our third headcanon fistfight? Yes, this is our (laughs) third headcanon fistfight right here. Lady Catherine, yeah. Lizzie duking it out. This is the heavy. This is the heavyweight um, division right here. Lizzie, yeah. Lady yeah. Catherine. This is the fight yeah. we've been waiting for, friends. This is it. The moment. Anyway, screw Pride and Prejudice and zombies. We're doing Pride and Prejudice and fist fights. Yes, here <laughs> we are. So Lady Catherine keeps bringing this up. Keeps asking Lizzie, "Are you engaged to him? Is this true?" And Lizzie's not giving her straight answers because a she's being rude af. And B, mm-hmm. Lizzie doesn't 100% know how to answer because there's also some internal struggles going on within herself about how she feels about Darcy and how she is interpreting Darcy feels about her. So she just kind of responds in these ways that are <laughs> they're so funny. She just, she's Mr. Bennett in this, basically. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Like, I was just like, this is the Mr. Bennett of, like, the Mr. Bennettness of, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. She is full on Mr. Bennett. Full in this on. And that's how, like, that's just, like, her natural, I think her channeling Mr. Bennett is her defense mechanism because she did this before when she was at Rosings. Mm-hmm. And so anytime Lady Catherine is like, it's impossible. You can't be engaged to him. Are you engaged to him? Lizzie's like, well, if it's impossible. Yeah, that's pretty much what she says. Like, if you believe it to be impossible, you know, how can it be true? And it's just like, okay. Lady Catherine says, though I know it must be a scandalous falsehood, though I would not injure him so much as to suppose the truth, the truth of it possible. I instantly resolved on getting off for this place that I might make my sentiments known to you. Which Lizzie says, if you believed it impossible to be true, I wonder you took the trouble of coming so far. Which is true. Because yeah. it's just like, you you came two days from your house to this, to Longbourn, which is not a big fancy house in your opinion. It's just decent. You, you came here to discuss this with Lizzie, even though you quote unquote, don't believe it to be true. Uh-uh, I think you protest too much, Missy. Yes. You think it's true. Yes, 100%. And- I love the point where she's like, this is not to be born. Miss Bennett, I insist on being satisfied. Has he, my nephew, made you an offer of marriage? That was right before the impossible part. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, technically, yes. Mm-hmm. Technically, yes. Yeah. I kind of wanted Lizzie to just be like, yeah, he did propose. Yeah. And I rejected him. But that was months ago. So whatever one you're talking about now, I'm not aware of that one. (laughs) (laughs) But she doesn't do that. She plays it cool. No, she doesn't. She does play it cool. And I do admire her for that. Because as much as you want to be like, yes, bitch, he did. She plays it cool. And I admire that. I, this is where I'm not like Lizzie. I would not be able to have played it cool. (laughs) Not at all. No, she would provoke me into response for sure. Oh, man. I would love to just go at Lady Catherine. How about Lady Catherine Elphis fight? (laughs) Yes, let's go. Let's let's set that up. Um, She also keeps telling Lizzie that she is entitled to this information being 
Darcy's closest relative, being of her status, all this stuff. She's entitled to know Mm -hmm. whether or not there is an engagement. And Lizzie's like, you know what? I guess you're kind of right. You are Darcy's aunt, and you should be entitled to know what's going on in his life. But bitch, you are not entitled to know what's going on in mine. Right. Like, that... In my summary, I wanted to say that this whole conversation made me hate rich people more. But then, of course, at the end of this book, we love Darcy, who's rich. But it's really the entitlement. that right. is Like, this whole conversation just makes me hate entitled people yes. so much more. I'm just like, no, like, I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care who your connections are. You don't get to know what's happening in my life. Yeah. The fact that you heard this rumor is just like... That in of itself was too much for you to hear. Like, you have no connections to me. Like, what the fuck do you want from me? Yeah. So here's my question, now that we're coming up to this bit. She goes into this lengthy speech about why they cannot be joined together. Um, Her main reasoning... Okay, well, hold on. Let me, let me step back for a moment. She says, you know, Lizzie's status. She is of nobody, with no connections, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And Lizzie will come to refute that later. But before we get there, her second and main reason is that Darcy is engaged to her daughter. It has been the favorite wish of her and of Darcy's mother since they were both babies. And my question, my headcanon question is, if Darcy's mother had lived to this moment, do you think she would still want him to be with Miss de Bourgh? Knowing how she is, like, in terms of her sickliness and demeanor and things like that. Um. And I know we don't know a lot about Darcy's mother, but. We don't. Because that's the thing, like, I want to say that she would respect her son's wishes. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know, it depends. Because, like, do we, we don't know much of anything about his mother. We know From this section, Lady Catherine tells us that they are both from a long line of a very noble family, which is Mm -hmm. the Fitzwilliams, because that's the mother's maiden name, which I'm assuming is Lady Catherine's maiden name because they're sisters, right? That's how that works. So this noble, noble family. And then the husbands that they each married, while they weren't as high up noble, still very respected in ancient families. Mm, So we know this about the parentage. Probably a bit old school. Mm -hmm. If Darcy's mom had lived, I feel like given she's the one that has the, you know, the more noble line, the more money, and she is Lady Catherine's sister, she probably would have tried to keep pushing the cousin cousin marriage yeah like for the alliance purposes yeah mm-hmm. now given miss de Burr's condition quote unquote mm-hmm. i'm not sure because again and i said this back when we were specifically talking about her is that she's considered like sickly mm-hmm. and in old timey terms <laughs> sickly is the nice way of saying that, you know, she probably can't have kids. Right. Know? Or, like, she's, you know, she's super thin. She's, like, she can't, she doesn't have the energy to do a lot of stuff. So she probably wouldn't survive childbirth. Yeah. Now, obviously, like, she would still get married off. 
probably because of connections. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I just, I don't know if it would be, just in general, I don't know if it would be in Darcy's benefit, or for Darcy's benefit to have her as a wife, even with the alliances, because yeah. of, because she is quote unquote sickly. Right. Whatever that is trying to indicate. So. So now here's my follow-up question. Mm-hmm. We know that Darcy is basically like, screw you, aunt. I do what I want. Mm -hmm. If his mother was still alive and pushing the alliance, could he also be like, screw you, mother. I do what I want. Or would he respect his mother's wishes more? I think that, and this kind of brings an extra factor into it. I think that if both of his parents were still alive, his father would support him Mm -hmm. and his decision to be with Lizzie. But if it was just his mother, I feel like it would be a little harder. Okay. He I, he feels like a mama's boy. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you have Georgiana. Yes. Who might also be like trying to whittle down the mom. Right. That's true. So I would say if the mom was alive, it would probably be like, I don't know. I feel like he would still end up with Lizzie. But it would have taken some more time. Yeah. Also, I totally feel like Lizzie would have been tag teamed in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Anyway, that was just when I got to that part, I ha- I literally stopped for 20 minutes to like think about that, what I just asked you. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just did. So welcome to my headspace, everyone. <laughs> it's a scary place. I love how when Lady Catherine is like, if you marry him, we will shun you. We will censor you. Nobody will say your name. You won't be... You won't be invited to family dinners, basically. You know, that's like the vibe she's giving off. And Lindsay's like, oh, these are heavy misfortunes indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She's just so funny in this. Yeah, she flat out is just like, do you expect to be noticed by his friends and family if you willfully go against their wishes? And I'm sitting here like, there's only one friend of Darcy's that Lizzie cares about, and he's marrying her sister. Yeah. Yeah. So, also, who else is he friends with? Yeah, exactly. who loves Lizzie? Yep. Like, Darcy doesn't have other friends. He's weird. Yeah, I know. It's true. Yeah. She's talking, what she means by friends is, like, people in society. And, yeah, Mm. those people probably would be, like, you know, pretty judgmental. But Darcy doesn't care about them. Lizzie doesn't know them. So she's like, I don't care. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So then we come to the part where Lizzie's refuting the earlier claims that she is inferior to Darcy. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, you can't marry him basically because Darcy's in this higher sphere and you're in this lower sphere and it can't be. And Lizzie's like, Darcy's a gentleman, and I am a gentleman's daughter, so I am literally doing nothing wrong in accepting him. Seriously. Seriously. Check yourself. Yeah. Like, bitch. Just because I don't come from money like you come from money doesn't mean that I am of a significantly lower status. Mm -hmm. I ain't no pauper on the, you know, streets of London. Yeah. And Lady Catherine concedes. She's like, Fine, I guess, but your mom. Well, so Lizzie makes the point of whatever my connections may be, if your nephew does not object to them, they can be nothing to you. Mm-hmm. 
Because remember, Lady Catherine, she is supposedly rumored to be marrying your nephew, not you. So you're not in the marriage. So you ain't got no say in this. Nope. But yes, Lady Catherine does eventually get the flat answer she was looking for. Yes. That she... Is Lizzie engaged? No. But then she's like, okay, so now you got to promise me that you won't. And Lizzie's like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I will make no promise of the kind. That's it. <laughs> and then she later says, I am not to be intimidated into anything so wholly unreasonable. Because, of course, Lady Catherine's just like, uh, what do you mean you will make no promise of that kind? Like, that's, no, I will, I will be here. I'm going to keep on your ass until you tell me that you're not going to marry him. Like, I will, I will keep bothering you until you say you're not going to do this because this is that important to me and you should respect me by agreeing to what I say. Yeah, she's like, I'm not going away until you tell me no. And she's like, yeah, well, get a pillow and blanket because you're going to be here a while. But then Lizzie comes back with probably one of the best, best points that she could make, which is, would my refusing to accept his hand make him wish to bestow it on his cousin? Which was the whole point of the conversation. And Lizzie makes a really good point. Like, just because she says no, doesn't mean he's going to go and ask Lady Catherine's daughter. Mm -hmm. And Lizzie knows this because it's already happened. She's already said no. And he didn't go and marry his cousin. So... Maybe instead of coming to talk to Lizzie, you should go talk to Darcy and convince Darcy to do what you want him to do. Yeah. Because Lizzie doesn't have control over what Darcy wants to do. Nope. She's tried throughout the whole book (laughs) to have some influence over what Darcy does, and it hasn't worked. (laughs) (sighs) I hate the part where she's talking about what it would be like, what Pemberley would be like if they got married and who would be coming there. And Mm -hmm. implying, you know, the aunt and uncle from London, our favorite aunt and uncle, the gardeners who are the Mm -hmm. coolest fucking people on the planet. Hello. Mm -hmm. She's like, are the shades of Pemberley to be thus polluted? You don't even know what you're talking about. You don't even know. Also, how dare you judge Lizzie's uh, styling aesthetic based off of the house you saw her mother style. Thank you. Mm And that's that point where she brings up the aunt and uncle and talks about the pollution of Pemberley where she's like, all right, I'm done. This Mm -hmm. conversation is over. You insult my favorite aunt and uncle. Nope. I'm leaving. And she's still harping on her. Lizzie's like walking away and Lady Catherine Mm -hmm. is still harping on her. (laughs) And she's like, I'm not going to give it to you. And Lady Catherine's like, fine. I'm going to go tell Darcy on you, basically. (laughs) Which is what you should have done in the first place. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Go. Ugh. The part where she's finally leaving and she's like, I take no leave of you, Miss Bennet. I send no compliments to your mother. You deserve no such attention. I am most serious (laughs) displeased. Like, oh, I'm so sad. Boo-hoo. Yeah. Um, When Lady Catherine's carriage is, like, pulling away, I just wanted Lizzie to flip her off. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Is that a thing? I don't know if that's a thing yet. That would be so cool if it was. But, um, so, like, you just have to read the actual, like, text here. Mm -hmm. Because we can't sit here and read the whole thing to you. Mm -hmm. And, like, we really, like, while we're sitting here having a great conversation about this, we're not really doing it justice. Like, there's so much good stuff in here. Read it. Yes. It's, even if you don't read the rest of the book, 
just read this section. It's literally just one chapter. It's chapter 56. It's the best exchange ever. Like, Lizzie is so good. Lady Catherine is so fierce. It's just... Yeah. Ugh. It is a sporting event, this chapter. If sports Mm -hmm. were this, I would watch sports. (laughs) Seriously, it's... It's insane. But the the chapter closes, actually. We're back in the house with Mrs. Bennet. And Mrs. Bennet is just like, oh, she was a very fine looking woman. And calling here was prodigiously civil. (laughs) It's just like, Lizzie's probably like, oh, mom, you have no idea. I know. I actually wrote a little note. And it's like, here could be a moment of maternal bonding. Had her mother been a more caring person? I don't even know if it was necessarily that. Because, like, I feel like Lizzie isn't going to be like, no, mom, you don't understand. Lady Catherine is literally the worst. Because she she didn't say it about Wickham, who is literally the worst. She didn't complain about Mr. Collins, who is probably the second worst person in this book. So she's not going to do it. I just mean in general, if her mother had been, like, a different person... Here could be a moment where Lizzie could go to her and be like, this crazy stuff is happening. I could use some motherly advice. But her mother is not on that plane. She's Mm -hmm. on a different plane of existence, clearly. So, like, there's just such a missed opportunity because of the way Mrs. Bennet is. Well, here, let's let's think about it this way. So let's say that Lizzie comes in. And Mrs. Bennet sees that Lizzie's upset and she asks her like, oh, are you okay? Is everything okay? And Lizzie explains it. She's like, look, Lady Catherine came here because she heard this rumor. She's telling me that, you know, Mr. Darcy supposedly wants to propose to me and she's against it. She t- told me that I have to refuse him. Like, it's really upsetting. Like, you know, and Mrs. Bennet, though. So here's the thing. Do you think, knowing Mrs. Bennet? She would take Lizzie's side and be like, oh, no, like, you, like, that's ridiculous. Of course, if Mr. Darcy proposes to you, you need to accept it. Or knowing how she feels about Mr. Darcy, do you think that she would be like on a little bit on Lady Catherine's side? So here's what I think. And I have actually put some thought into this. So I'm so glad you asked me this question. Only I didn't think about it here. I thought about it later where Mm -hmm. Lizzie is concerned about telling her mother that she likes Mm -hmm. Darcy. But throughout the whole book, Lizzie has put out that she doesn't like him, right? Mm -hmm. And so if we had gotten to this point, Lizzie had never said that she liked him and she just told this to her mother, I do think she might discourage the connection. However, had there been opportunity for Lizzie to like share her affection for him or at least explain that oh he's kind of growing on me or show in her demeanor Mm -hmm. that she seems attached to him i do think miss bennett would be all over lizzie to accept that marriage because a money and b money Mm -hmm. oh yeah no like thinking like if i'm asking myself that question no matter what the answer would be yes because he has money Mm -hmm. i do think that she would have reacted in the same way she's going to react later in this section yeah but I do think that she would have been like, oh, no, really? You think Mr. Darcy's going to propose to you? Let's talk more about this conversation. Hang on. Let's get Bingley out of the shrubs. Hey, come here. We got to talk about this. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so then we move on 
Lady Catherine was gone. Like a lot of people in Longbourn are up in a tizzy about it. Mm-hmm. I realized I use the word tizzy a lot in this podcast. So have I. I've never used that <laughs> word in my life until this podcast. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, how better can you explain this, the Bennett sisters when things happen? Yeah. It's a tizzy. It's a tizzy. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so Lady Catherine takes off. There's some aftermath where Lizzie is like, the fuck just happened? She has like some kind of like shell shock, right? And she's trying to figure yeah. out... Where did Lady Catherine get this info? Because even I asked that when Lady yeah. Catherine is like, it's rumored. And it's like, and she said, it's rumored abroad. And I'm like, what the fuck is talking about this? Well, so I agree. Like, I had that same thought. Now, we do have it explained later. Yes. But my first thought was, like, I wrote down this whole description, like, like red yarn across the thing. Uh <laughs> You are always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm Charlie Day with yeah. some red yarn. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, like, who could have, how, what? Uh, so I think it said somewhere in here, I don't remember if it was Lady Catherine or later, but the whole thing started because Darcy and Bingley are friends. Bingley is marrying Jane. So that means that Lizzie and Darcy are going to be together a lot. So that's where the kind of rumor starts. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, well, what probably happened, which I think is what actually happens, is that Lady Lucas was all like, oh, hey, you know, Mrs. Bennett's got one rich uh, son-in-law. She might have another one here soon. You know, Lizzie's hanging out with Darcy and you know what happens when weddings happen. Yeah. I don't think they actually like each other necessarily, but you never know. Weddings want other weddings, blah, blah, blah. And then she sent that to Charlotte. Now, this is the second time that something has been sent to Charlotte that has then made it to Lady Catherine. And I don't want to think that it's Charlotte, I don't think like, it's Charlotte. gossiping. I don't think it's Charlotte. I, I think it's Collins. Well, so, no, it is Collins. Yeah. But here's the thing. So, like, the first time with the whole Lydia situation, I'd like to think that, like, Charlotte was upset about it because it was a big scandal. So she told Mr. Collins because he's her husband. Yeah. You know? But then Lady Catherine finds out. Now, I would hope that Charlotte would realize, oh, shit, maybe I shouldn't tell everything to Mr. Collins. So then maybe she didn't tell this bit to Mr. Collins, even though she would be really excited about the idea of Darcy and Lizzie getting together. Because Charlotte sees it. Yeah. She saw it before. Yeah. She sees that they're good. She was there with Lizzie at the dance. Yeah. 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 Like that dance way back at Netherfields. Uh Uh-huh. Like Charlotte was all for girl, what the fuck are you doing? He's a good match. Like, he likes you. Like, she sees it. Mm -hmm. So I could see her being excited about this. But I hope that Charlotte didn't actually say anything to Mr. Collins, but instead maybe Mr. Collins saw the letter. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure he entitles himself to her correspondence. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he does. Yeah. But I just want to clarify that I don't think that Charlotte this time was all like, oh, I should tell my husband about this because I'm feeling an emotion and he's there and I should talk to him. I think Mr. Collins was fucking snooping. And then he's just like, oh, Lady Catherine, I hear your, you know, your nephew is going to be engaged. And I don't even think he was doing it maliciously. I legit think that he was just like trying to be like, oh, hey, we're kind of going to be related. Or just, (laughs) oh, hey, something for me to talk to Lady Catherine about. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, totally. I 100% agree. But also think about it this way, like, Darcy and Lizzie get married. Um, Darcy is related to Lady Catherine, and Lizzie is related to Mr. Collins. So that means that Mr. Collins and Lady Catherine are related. And oh my gosh, he might just die of excitement. Yeah. 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 
But while we're on the subject of Mr. Collins, let's keep talking about him with this great letter he sends Mr. Bennett. Who, again, I'm really surprised actually reads the letter. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, had I gotten that letter, I just would have been like, oh, fuck you, and then thrown it away. Mr. Bennett lives. He lives for people like Mr. Collins and for Mr. Wickham. He just lives for it. You know what? I Now that you say that, that makes sense. And that Because he keeps bringing up how Wickham is his favorite son-in-law. He's so, not yeah, really, no, that totally yeah. makes sense. Oh, no, I know. But he's brought it up a couple of times now where he's like, oh, yeah, my favorite son-in-law, Mr. Wickham. Because it's secretly deep down. He lives for that shit. It's the dad joke that never ends. Mm-hmm. It is. Anyway, let take it away. Talk about Colin's letter. The first letter. Oh, wait. Yes, this letter. Not the first letter. The only letter he sends. (laughs) So Mr. Bennett has Lizzie come into the library. And he's like, Lizzie, I got this letter from Mr. Collins of all people. OMG. Uh Uh-huh. And Lizzie's just like, okay. Because she knows what was in the last one. And Mr. Bennett's like, he has some really interesting things to say. Like, first he's congratulating me on the fact that Jane is getting married, but he's also saying that there may be other congratulations coming, in that he believes that you are to be engaged to Mr. Darcy, of all people. Can you imagine? You and Mr. Darcy! That is ridiculous. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. And I'm an old man. Seriously, Yeah, like... (laughs) Mr. Darcy, you see, is the man that he's suggesting that you're engaged with. Now, Lizzie, I think I have surprised you. Can you imagine? (laughs) There's no way you would ever be engaged to Mr. Darcy, of all people. Mr. Darcy, who never looks at a woman but to see a blemish, and who probably never looked at you in his life. Yeah. It's like, Dad, what? Lizzie then responds, not to Mr. Bennett, but to us, the reader, as... Never had his wit been directed in a manner so little agreeable to her. Which is sad because Mr. Bennett really doesn't understand. He no. he thinks it's funny. Yeah. Because Lizzie has never shown any interest. If anything, she's always bitched about Mr. Darcy. And Mr. Bennett is thinking that Lizzie is going to find this as funny as he does. Yeah. Like, he wants to include her in this fun. Because, of course, he's, you know, she's his favorite daughter. Yeah. So, like, this is what they do. They shit on people. Yeah. Like, when this stuff happens. So, like... He's excited about this. So he's just like, hey, look, this is really funny, don't you think? And Lizzie's just like, yeah, dad, it's really funny. So funny. Can you keep reading that letter? I want to hear it all. Also, Lydia. He mentions Lydia. Oh, my God. I wrote, OMG, are you still on about this? It's none of your business, but out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So before he does that, he, like, talks about how, hey, It's a great match. Look at all the money you guys will have. But you know what? Lady Catherine doesn't approve, so you guys probably shouldn't do it because it's not good to enter in a marriage when a very important person does not approve. Also, I am so glad that, you know, Lydia got married to Wickham, but I'm not happy that not enough people know that they lived together before they were married. That's not cool. Also, good on you for forgiving them, but shame on you for inviting them into your house. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> seriously yeah just the whole fact that he's like i'm rejoiced that my cousin lydia's sad business has been so well hushed up and it's like but actually you know more people should know about it like we, they should know the whole story mm-hmm. not just that they got married yeah yeah 
because I want some more gossip to talk about or something. I don't know. Maybe it's just that I'm a terrible person. Right. Because he is. Yeah. But yeah, also, if I had been in charge of Longborn, dot, 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 which I will be someday after you die, by the way, dot, 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 I would never have let them come visit. Mm-mm. Hi, everyone. This is Elle. I just wanted to say thank you for listening to episode 10, part one. Like Katrina said, we have a lot to talk about at the end of this book. So make sure you go ahead and download part two.